Happy International Women's Day to you, my listener. I am excited that you are becoming all that God has created you to become, a woman of strength, a woman of courage, a woman who is validated, who is chosen, approved, accepted, a woman of excellence, a woman who finishes what she starts, a woman who is going to start that business. That is who you are. And I celebrate you this International Women's Day. Are you talking yourself out of launching your business because you've believed the lie that you don't have what it takes, you don't know enough, or everyone is already doing the type of business you want to start? Fear is a liar. In today's episode, I will expose the three lies that are keeping you from launching your business and how you can overcome them with God's word and so much more. Stay tuned as I dig into today's episode. I'd like to tell you about Start a Service-Based Business Community for Christian Women. It's a free Facebook community I created for Christian women who want to start a service-based business. If I just described you, please come and hang out with me on the free Facebook community. You will find support, clarity, and accountability on your new business journey. The link to join the community is in the episode description. I can't wait to see you there. Let's dig into today's episode. Hey sis, welcome to the Start That Business podcast, where you will find practical solutions that empower you to start your service-based business. I'm your host, Chichi Ukomadu, an entrepreneur, wife, mom of three, and a Jesus follower. 10 years ago, I was afraid of giving up my desire to build a corporate career and say yes to the Holy Spirit's nudge to start that business. I believe personal fulfillment comes from letting go of your way and saying yes to God's way so you can become all you were created to be. If you're ready to find personal fulfillment, grab a cup of coffee, tea, or hot cocoa, and your favorite snack, It's time to take your first step to start that business. You know the one I'm talking about? Yes, that one you've been putting up for a long time. (laughs) I remember the time I was assigned to teach a software development introduction class. I was in a boot camp, a software boot camp, and the class had a group of 30 people in this coding boot camp. And I struggled with the feeling of not knowing enough. I felt like I just started, okay, I didn't just start the boot camp. I was almost graduating from the boot camp, but I was supposed to teach people that were just starting from scratch. And I struggled with the feeling of not knowing enough. My instructor spent time to prep me for this, my first teaching gig, (laughs) if you call it that. But I was so afraid. I kept telling myself, I don't know enough. I'm about to graduate, but this is my first time teaching. And that lie just held me bound. And that's why you heard me scream that fear is a liar. When you believe in a lie, fear is produced. When you believe something that is a lie, the feeling that comes with that is the feeling of fear. So fear is a liar. Fear 
Like you often hear people say, fear is false evidence appearing real. But the flip side is also the case. When you believe the truth of God's word, guess what is produced? Faith is produced, courage is produced, boldness is produced. All these things positively are produced when you believe the flip side, which is the truth. And the number one way to overcome a lie, which essentially is fear, is to believe in true evidence. You know, we said fear is false evidence appearing real. Now, to overcome a false evidence, you have to bring the truth. You have to bring a true evidence. And that true evidence is God's word. And we're going to dig in to see what it has to say about these lies we've been believing. The number one lie keeping you from launching your business is, I don't have what it takes. Oh my goodness. If I can count how many times you have told yourself that or you have believed that lie, you'll probably be making a million dollars right now. (laughs) But this lie, it has held so many people down from starting a business because they feel they don't have what it takes. I remember when I was about to start my own business, this lie held me bound. I would tell myself, I don't have what it takes to be the CEO of a company. I'm like, a CEO? (laughs) What are you talking about? I felt so, this lie produced a lot of fear. I would tell myself, I'm not able to set a vision. How do I get people to rally around the vision and execute it? And I believed this lie so much. But the number one true evidence I gathered to help me overcome this lie was the evidence of my identity in Christ and also the experiences I had been through. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 7 says, We now have this light shining in our hearts because, but we ourselves are like fragile clay jars containing this great treasure. Did you hear that? This makes it clear that our great power is from God, not from ourselves. Did you just hear that? It means that we, the fragile clay jars, we have a great treasure. We have a great power that is on our inside. Can you imagine? And he says that that great power is from God. That means we have all it takes to start a business, to run a business. If you're listening to me, you're probably a Christian woman. And when we hear this truth from God's word, it's telling us that we have this great treasure. The great treasure is Christ in us. The great treasure is Christ in us. So when you put yourself plus Christ in you, There is nothing you cannot start. There is nothing you cannot take on because Christ is living inside of you. That means all the power, all the courage, all the boldness, all the confidence you need to start that business is already inside of you. You just need to unleash it. And I'm just so excited. Another true evidence, apart from the Word of God we just shared, is Look at your identity. If you're listening to me, you're probably educated. 
you're a professional, probably with multiple degrees. You probably have a bachelor's degree. You might also have a master's degree. Can you just pause and think of the rigor of going through school to get a bachelor's, going through school to get a master's, and look at everything you put in to get those degrees. If you're listening to me, you're probably a mom, a mom of maybe one kid, two kids, three kids. Do you know what it takes to be a mom, to raise human beings, to raise other people? You are already doing it. So these are true evidence that tell you that you already have what it takes. You're already organizing a home, coordinating kids' activities, working your job, you're educated. This is true evidence that you have what it takes. And another true evidence you might want to gather is to look at your experiences. Can you just pause and recall a time in your life when you faced a difficult situation and you rose to the occasion and you found a solution? That is entrepreneurship. You already have what it takes. So as you meditate on this scripture, 2 Corinthians 4, 7, I need you to gather evidence about your identity, gather evidence about your experiences, write them down. You know, when you think about scripture, God will always tell the Israelites, write these things down, because when you write it down, that is hard evidence, true evidence to prove to you that you already have what it takes to start that business that is on your heart. All right, I hope that you can see from the evidence I just showed you that you already have what it takes. You have Christ inside of you. You are a mom, you're a professional. You've probably gone through experiences that you've risen above. So lady, you have what it takes. (laughs) So consider that lie debunked. Now, lie number two, that is keeping you from launching your business is, I don't know enough. Oh my goodness. (laughs) This lie held me bound for years. It was not until I took a program, I went through a coaching program and the first module of that program, our coach told us, she said, take one hour. She said, take one hour go through your email, go through your Slack messages, go through your Instagram DMs, go through comments, go through your SMS, go through screenshots on your phone. And she said, just gather anything positive, anything positive that you have said to impact someone's life that you have done. She's like, just go for an hour and just gather this evidence. And She told us, she said, when you're done gathering the evidence, create a folder on your phone, like a photo album on your phone. And she said, label it and call it, I'm that girl. Yes, I'm that girl. (laughs) And do you know what was interesting? As I went through my email, my Slack messages, my Instagram DM, my text, my WhatsApp, I was blown away. I was blown away by the enormous impact that have made in people's life from the encouraging text messages to the encouraging voice messages to the screenshots. By the time I gathered everything, I felt this burst of energy and confidence. I was like, yes, I'm that girl. I know enough. And to overcome this lie, 
Just like my coach told me to spend an hour to go through, I will say spend an hour to gather true evidence about your knowledge and your impact. In John 14, verse 26, he says, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Now, I'll come back to that scripture because we're going to use that evidence to debunk this lie once and for all. But before we get to that, I need you to take an hour, go through your emails, go through your Instagram DMs, go through comments, go through your text messages, go through your WhatsApp messages, and I want you to grab screenshots. Now, the screenshots you're grabbing is anything positive that highlights a teaching moment, maybe a time you have taught somebody something, or maybe you've given somebody an advice, or you have encouraged someone, I need you to spend an hour and just gather all this evidence. I also need you to pull out a notepad and list all the past and present work and life experiences that you have gone through that relates to the business you want to start. So any experience where you have given someone a free advice or you have impacted someone's life in any way through something you said or thought them, or it can be a conversation you had where you gave free advice or you help people as it relates to the business you want to start, I need you to write that down because that is evidence we're gathering to show, to prove to you that you already know enough. I also need you to list out any transformation, any results that you have gotten for yourself or for someone else as it relates to the business you want to start. Maybe you gave someone this free advice and they came back to you and they said, guess what? That advice you gave me, I actually put it into practice and look at what happened. I need you to write those down. Write it down. Every positive feedback you have gotten back based on an advice or conversation or words of encouragement that you gave someone, write it all down. These are all evidence. These are the true evidence that you need to gather about the knowledge and the impact you already have. Now, I'll go back to the scripture I read, which was in John 14, 26, where I talked about the Holy Spirit being our helper. The beauty of the Holy Spirit being our helper is we've already gathered evidence of the knowledge you already have and the impact you've already made. The Holy Spirit extends that knowledge even further. He says he is our helper. He will teach you all you need to know. He said he will teach you all things. So anything extra, any extra knowledge you need to gain concerning this business you want to start, guess what? You have the best teacher in the whole world, the Holy Spirit. So if you put this two pieces of evidence together, you can see that you have enough knowledge to start that business. We've gathered evidence from things you've already done, things you've said that has already impacted people, and we're adding it to your teacher, who is the Holy Spirit, who is able to teach you all things. So guess what? You know enough. Yes, (laughs) 
you know more than enough to start that business. Are you excited as I am? (laughs) You can tell that I'm pretty excited because it feels so empowering just debunking these lies with scripture and also evidence from your personal life. All right. Now, the third lie that is keeping you from launching your business is everyone is already doing the type of business I want to do. Oh my gosh. Ah, Let me just pause here. This lie, oh my goodness, this lie was like shackles holding me bound for a long time. Whenever I thought about starting a business, I would say to myself, Everyone is already doing what I want to do. What's the point? What's the point of starting this business? But guess what? We're going to gather true evidence about your uniqueness from God's word. Are you ready? Matthew 5.13 says, you are the salt of the earth. Ah, Just let that sink in. Okay. Matthew 5.14 says, you are the light of the world like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. Are you ready for another one? Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus, so we can do the good things He planned for us long ago. The beauty of being the salt of the earth means you have a unique flavor. You are unique. I just did a quick Google search. I I typed in types of salt. Guess what? I found that this is not an exhaustive list, but I found 12 different types of salt. And there might be many more types of salt out there. So imagine that you are one of these 12 types of salt. We have kosher salt. We have fine salt. We have Himalayan salt. We have different kinds of salt. I can't even remember all the names of the salt, but you are the salt of the earth. It means that you are unique. You bring a unique flavor to the mix. It doesn't matter how many people are already doing the type of business you want to do. You are the salt of the earth. You are unique. You have a unique flavor. And what I found out about these different types of salt is each salt is used for different purposes. So not all the salts I found can be used for cooking. Some are used for preservation. Some are used for manufacturing. Some are used for many other purposes. So you are the salt of the earth. You are unique. The way you think about a problem and you provide a solution is unique. So that already puts you in a class all by yourself. You are the light of the world. Do you know how many types of light there are? You have candlelight, you have stage light, you have fluorescent light, you have the light in your car, you have different types of light. So it means that you have a unique place in this world. You have something unique that you bring to the table because you are light. And the beauty about light is there's always space for light to shine. Light doesn't struggle to shine. Like it says in Matthew 14, you are a city on a hilltop. You cannot be hidden. So here's what I want you to do. Now, I've showed you evidence in God's word that you are light, you are salt, you are a masterpiece. What is a masterpiece? A masterpiece is a unique piece of art that 
Nothing can be added to it. Nothing can be taken away from it. There's nothing like it in the whole world. You're a masterpiece. It means that you are unique, created to do good works, created to do something particular that you were created to do. So these are the evidence I've shown you in God's word. Now, I need you to recall a time in your life when you created a unique solution to a problem or you provided a unique perspective, or you did something in a unique way and you got a compliment, you got a positive feedback. I need you to write that experience down because that is evidence. That is evidence you're going to use. Whenever this light comes up, you will pull up that evidence and you will read through all these unique solutions, unique perspective, unique way of doing things that people compliment. They're like, ah, I like the way you combine this and this. Oh, it's so, it's different. Every compliment compliment you've gotten from people that says, oh, I like that. It's different. It's fresh. It's unique. These are evidence of your uniqueness. So that's the one thing I want you to do. Another thing I want you to do, I want you to send a message to three to five of your close friends and ask them to tell you what they think is unique about you. All this is to gather evidence, to prove to you that you are unique. So it doesn't matter if a million people are already doing what you want to do, already doing that business you want to do. God created you as salt. God created you as light. God created you as a masterpiece. And you have a unique solution, a unique take to that problem. So please don't deprive us of that unique solution. All right, let us recap real quick. Three lies that are keeping you from starting your business, from launching your business, and how to overcome them with God's word. Now, the first lie is, I don't have what it takes. To overcome that lie, gather through evidence about your identity and your experiences. Lie number two, I don't know enough. To overcome that lie, gather true evidence about your knowledge and your impact. Lie number three is, everyone is already doing the type of business I want to do. To overcome that lie, you need to gather true evidence about your uniqueness and what God says about you. Colossians 1.27 says, For God wanted them to know that the riches and glory of Christ are for you Gentiles too. And this is the secret. Are you ready to hear the secret? Christ lives in you. This gives you assurance of sharing his glory. So essentially, this scripture is saying that you and Christ have what it takes to start that business. This scripture is saying that you have more than enough knowledge to start that business because you have the best teacher in the whole world, which is the Holy Spirit. Now, I love this quote by Michael Hyatt. He says that as unique as your fingerprint, so are the ideas, the businesses, the content, and the work you create and put out in the world. Can I remind you as I end this episode that you are God's masterpiece. If you didn't take anything away from this episode, just keep that in your mind 
You are God's masterpiece. Recite it to yourself this week. Say, I am God's masterpiece. I have what it takes. I know enough. And I'm going to start that business. Thank you so much for hanging out with me on today's episode. Keep listening for more exciting episodes. I will see you soon. Hey, sis, before you go, if this podcast has encouraged you, helped you, inspired you, or taught you something new, please head over to Apple Podcasts and search for Stop That Business Podcast and leave me a written review. That's one of the ways I know this podcast is impacting your life. Thank you so much. I'll also love to connect with you on Instagram. My handle is at Chichi Ukomadu. Until next time, always remember you have all you need to start that business. I'll see you soon.